Coming up here on Circle Debate, we're back in action. Just coming in from our Thanksgiving week vacation. We're back for episode 31. As a wise man said, that the balance of power is shifting in professional wrestling. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And also, pro wrestling news. And also, the updated card of the NXT War Games. Also, the upcoming feuds that we're going to see on WWE. And much more. Now, before we actually go ahead and begin the show, ladies and gentlemen, we want to go ahead and give our condolences to the late, great first Intercontinental Champion, and that is to Pat Patterson. The man who invented the Royal Rumble. The, the man who was the first IC champion, the creative mind in professional wrestling, who oh, helped man. a lot of individuals from The Rock, Austin. And uh, the first openly, I think, definitely, yeah. Yeah. first openly gay pro wrestler. I mean, yes. right there with Titus, or not Titus, um, Darren Young, like, they were like, I mean, obviously, Pat Patterson's much older, uh, but it took quite some time for for that to be a comfortable thing to talk about. Yeah. Definitely, so he, he broke ground on so many so many levels of, of the business that uh, it's it's definitely a loss that you know, he paved the way for so many different types of lives. And and for us as fans as well. So we thank you, Pat. We cheers you. Rest in paradise. And you did it your way. <laughs> That's right. So right. make sure you tune in to 31 right now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a Circle of the Bay podcast, episode number 3131. We are back in action, ladies and gentlemen. So, host the devious one, Ivan C, here alongside with my brothers from another mother. Of course, we have the carbonation cabron. <laughs> he is the chef cabron who will cook you some uh, bacon wrapped green onions, spring onions. Um, and now he's, I don't know what he's wearing now. So, not Harry now. Potter? Harry Potter? Harry Potter now, or? John Lennon. John Lennon, he kind of looks like John Lennon. He does, <laughs> and that is Mr. MGC Matthew Steamboat, ladies and gentlemen. And also, we have the one and only, who is the only one, and not you, Bob Ziggler, not anybody else. <laughs> and that is the CK1 himself. What up? Tampa. What up? Dude? Four minutes of heat representing right there. Ricky Gibson, man, you've been posting a lot. I like following his content. Follow my Instagram, Rockstar Ricky Gibson. There you go. Rock God. Rock God. The Rock God. That's very right. good. I'm the yeah. Rock star. He's the God. <laughs> I love it. And also, we have the hero of all heroes that saves us from this pandemic, that is trying to save us from a pandemic, and then saved us from retribution, already getting rid of oh, one of them. Please do that. And then, with the man with the 12 inch pipe guys that flex for you, he's going to give you the thing of what you're going to do when the great American hero. Mike Lopez runs wild on you. A E W. That's right. That is right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we begin, just a shout out to our 
the, the League Extraordinary Podcaster. Shout out to our brother Bovin and Kofi Weedston, the Dirty Heels Podcast, and also to Frank and Kyle of the Jofo in the Ring Podcast. Jofo in the Ring, bro. Right. I love those guys. Just our fucking opinion. That's right. I love Dirty Heels, too. Don't get, don't get twisted. That's right. And also we have our brother Jonah at Rewind, Recap, Relive from Manhattan, New York, also his podcast. And our brother from the UK, James, United Kingdom. That's right. That 90s wrestling podcast. Shout out to them. The Wrestle Shack or whatever. What did he call it? The Wrestle Shack? The Wrestle Shack. The Wrestle Shack. I love that, dude. That's right. Shout out to our brothers. Make sure you guys tune into their YouTube channels as well, as you will see in the description below. Now, let's go ahead and begin, gentlemen. What a night of wrestling, professional wrestling, that changed the landscape throughout the whole industry, and it shocked the world of what we saw last night at AEW. Tectonic plates are separating right now because of what happened. <laughs> Pangea is not going to be around for long, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. that. That's right. Late. All I know is that right now, they just made the most powerful moves that I we never thought we would ever see. So let's, exactly. I, mean, I, I think it's bigger than, like, when the... When, okay, so when Vince bought WCW and then they showed that thing where uh, it panned over to uh, Shane in the ring with that dual live stream and showed that he quote-unquote bought Nitro, that was pretty cool. But we knew what it already had. We knew that Vince already owned the company. So it wasn't like a surprise. Um, UFC buying Pride, that was a surprise. And what happened last night goes down on the list of I didn't see it coming. I mean, I sort of saw it coming. There were hints dropped. I did question Don Callis being at the previous uh, broadcasts. Right. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that they're kind of doing a little bit of cross-promotion. No one knew why. You know, Thunder Rose is coming over from NWA, so doors are kind of open. But this broke the internet. It did. It broke all over social media, all over worldwide. So two things. Well, first thing I want to go ahead and touch is first of all, I want to say what a great phenomenal work for everyone at AEW last night. Performance from all you know, all matches were phenomenal. I give you like a round of applause. Yeah. You guys killed it. That and obviously, you guys killed it in ratings. That's you know, that's the number one thing. 913,000 viewers over 653. Yeah, that's a big margin for against NXT, the Wednesday Night Wars. Now, a man that we haven't seen in a long time since 2001. I believe that he left. Uh, he made his last match on TNT. TNT. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> on TNT. Woo! And that's right. And that's the man Stang. Sting made his return. Stang sounds like a backyard wrestling version. Debuted in AEW. And I want to go ahead and put this question to Mr. MGC because that's his number one guy. It's your boy, boy. That's your boy. I know you're all happy. How, how do you feel about Stinging showing up to AEW? Like, what, the second it happened, I was just saying, ah! ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just basically, the reaction was A-H, H, 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 A-H, H, H. Like, just straight up. Just... Exclamation mark. I'm doing this repeatedly. Ah! Ah! <laughs> did you have any idea? Did you, work, did you hear anything prior, or was it straight fresh for you? It was really out of left field because, like, the main thing is because, like, we know about that Seth Rollins injury. We don't know, you know, he hasn't said if he's going to do in-ring stuff or if he's just going right. to 
manageable enhancement, yeah. But really, what this did is, you know, it one of two things. It's like this put AEW. I will boldly say it like a hundred percent here that AEW is probably the best. Will be the like like will be the best promotion in um in in the history of pro wrestling just because just because of this one thing that happened you know for me for me personally in my opinion just because they brought him back you yeah. know and, and i have faith that they're going to use him proper um you know they sort of buried him in wwe they finally got him they did what they did one of only like three wrestlemania wins triple h has ever had had to be over sting so and it was and it was like one of the few things that um that that win over that 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 win over Sting and, and Sting's injury is kind of what made me want to stop watching wrestling altogether. So this is like AEW doing the complete opposite of that, more or less. It makes me want to watch not just watch more, but watch it until like the end of my life, more or less. Um, I see. Yeah, I really have the same passion. I've said this, I'll say this plenty of times. I'll say it over again. I have the same passion watching. AEW right now that I did in the original ECW heyday um, back when I had to pass VHS tapes around my high school. Um, I It's just so it's just adrenaline pumping and creative and not what you're I don't want to say it's not what you're used to seeing because there's nothing I haven't seen in AEW before but the fact that they're doing it they're doing all the right things the right way. Now. Yeah. Like they're yeah. like um, Ivan had mentioned the ratings were up considerably. They managed to do that on a show where they even had a bunch of up-and-comers debut from Dark. Um, I don't know. I don't know the name of the tag team yet because they, they are new to me. But the, the a plane. yeah, a plane. That's right. Mm -hmm. That was their Dynamite debut yes. on the highest-rated Dynamite. Um, Hybrid is that what they're called? The, the hybrid, hybrid, hybrid 2.0. Yes. They were there, like that 30 man battle royale had so many, like, I don't, I don't want to say no names, up and comers. Mm -hmm. Um, th they're utilizing everybody from the higher ups to the, 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 the up and comers and balancing it, and they're not burying anybody, mm -hmm. and they're not pushing anybody too hard, right? They have this great balance where everybody gets a chance, but then everybody earns their opportunity, yeah, and I love that. I agree 100%. Mr. Hero, your thoughts? Bravo, AEW. <laughs> my, my props. The, the American <laughs> Hero approves of thee. Because, my goodness, uh, they're doing a lot of things right. And, you know, just the handling of the debut of Sting is, or, you know, was excellent. Uh, I, the, I watched the West Coast airing. So, you know, in the East Coast, everybody already knew what happened and, you know, all that good stuff. So I stayed away from social media and uh, just to kind of, you know, I, I, I had that feeling that, that, you know, that something was going to happen. And not only one thing happened, but two things happened, right? Um, I'd say three, technically, because the King Omega counts as two things for me. Yes. That's yeah, like two, that is definitely crazy things. Yeah. I mean, it, it sets up a lot of things for the future. And... It's interesting, you know, I've been watching AW and I noticed that they like to promote next week's episodes. For example, next week we already have 
uh, a series of matches already announced. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also have the, the Inner Circle Ultimatum announced. Yes. Um, in WWE, what happens is that there's a pay-per-view coming up through we three weeks from now. And, you know, we don't even know what matches are going to be in it fully. We don't know the full card until the day of sometimes. And here AEW is, you know, promoting just the week ahead show uh, the, the right way. And, you know, that's just one of the things that they are doing really well. Um, that uh, So, you know, the whole Sting thing, I'll be honest, I kind of was like, when, when I started seeing the snow, I was like, wait a minute, this, is, this, this seems like Sting. The surprise was there, but it wasn't all the way. I was honestly more surprised by the, the, the impact whatever it is that's going to happen uh, yeah so you know I, I, <laughs> very intended um i i don't know what to expect from this partnership or invasion or whatever it is that that's going to happen uh you know i i feel like uh, so many talent is going to be able to cross over, not just from Impact. Not, you know, you're you're probably gonna have Triple A. You're gonna play, probably have uh, New Japan. Who knows? They gotta get in on this. Mm -hmm. And Vince McMahon needs Vinnie Mac. You need to go drop off a truckload of money in front of CM Punk's house, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, because he is your savior. You need he a written apology. You yes yes you will it's apologize my and you will like it. Give him him give him his ice cream bars, okay? Just you give him his. Ice cream. You already did. Yeah, but that's not it. That's not the, that's you called the, it. You called that's, that's the only thing that they could do that would make me currently interested. Agreed. I would say equally so. Agreed. Well, here, here's just thing. equally so. I'm still interested in watching WWE. Here's but, the I mean, thing, though. <laughs> there's levels to this game right now. Oh yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Now, in reference for Sting, though. I just want to go stick that right quick. Uh, Sting, I'm glad he's back. I'm hoping, I mean, he did sign a multi-year contract, multi-year deal, so we don't know what's the specific details of the contract. We don't know if he's going to be performing or he's going to be doing, you know, uh, enhancing you know, in-ring talent. There's no specific details to it as of yet. Uh, obviously, you know, what happened to Sting with the stinger in, the, in his neck, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Tony Khan will be extra careful if he uses him in the ring and making sure that he doesn't really do much, like how, you know, during his performance before he retired, you know. Uh, and yes, this is a redemption for his career, to be honest. Uh, WWE did bury him. The fact that they, how, you know, started from WrestleMania, that one made, that one because, you know, the Monday Night Wars and he, that's a, that makes sense. I, I, I understand that. Uh, but other than that, not giving him a pay-per-view win. Like, he should have won against Seth Rollins, in my opinion. He should have been a champ. Yeah, that would have been, been fine. I that would have been, been – I would have been okay with that. Because Seth, Seth could recover his career from that. That's not exactly. a lot that carries him. Agreed 100%. So that's why I mean, when that ha happened to him at the 90 Champions, you know, his ending in, you know, ending career, uh, I'm glad he wanted to come back. He felt 100% in shape. He didn't want to retire. They forced him in the damn Hall of Fame. I'll tell you that right now. I don't think he – they didn't offer it to him. They just told me, like, you – Look, this is a lot of money. Might as well just take the money just be in the Hall of Fame. But he never said he retired. You know, he did announce it in the Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but with Sting, I'm hoping 
he will be – he's going to obviously mentor Darby Allen, which I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's going to be very interesting to see that. And there's a lot of, you know, room in your windows matches. Uh, you know, him and Cody, because Cody, that was his favorite wrestler at the time. Uh, other upcoming, you know, you know, dream matches he could have in AEW. But the, the, the biggest question is, if, is, is he 100%? Is he capable of? That's going to be the major factor that we, you know, we'll see on next week when he, you know, speaks for the first time making his debut. And they've already announced that. Like you said, they planned a week ahead, and I, you know what you're going to get. I love and, that. They treat it like – because also adding – they do the records, and the records matter. Yes. They book it like MMA or boxing where you have a schedule, and they pretty much stick to it. Um, and that's, that's cool. I like that element. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think they waited the right time because remind you that there was previous rumors that he was supposed to go, but the reason why they waited because you know his licensing merchandise licensing away from WWE needed to expire and make sure there's no clause, make sure that everything is fresh, clean state, and and look what happened. Those t-shirts it, are already up, <laughs> sold in 24 hours. We're out in 24 hours. They probably wow. made so there's fat stacks of cash in Tony Khan's oh, right. backyard right now, pulling oh. out the Brinks truck. Pro wrestling teams made a lot of money, and so is AEW. Sure they, they, made, they, they made a lot of money for that. I guess yeah. 100%. Uh, so, we know, we'll see the future for Sting where it holds at this time, you know? And I feel like <laughs> we saw that mimic today, at, you know, today in social media. Undertaker retiring. Dirty Heels posted that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forwarded to them and like, oh, <laughs> hey, guard, he's going to come back. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Now, did, uh, did anyone else think that for any split second that it was going to be Shaq? Because, you know, the whole Cody thing. Um, no. I completely forgot about Shaq. I forgot about Shaq, to be honest. <laughs> I think Simon Miller mm-hmm. thought for a second it was going to be Shaq. He was like, it could have been Shaq. I'm like, hey, that would have been where to put him. <laughs> like snow theme, like like hey, I'm King Shaq. Shaq's in Florida. He got <laughs> called out last week by that Jane Goodall, um, yeah. or two weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that's. I, I don't know where that's going to go now because would have been the Shaq versus Sting could be a thing. I mean, uh, we'll see. But um, other than that, I mean, I Mike 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 made a good point. You could tell like how the the entrance for Sting, like who is it? It would. It, they are. They. Oh my God, I gotta give it hands down to the production crew. They pulled it off, fucking phenomenal. Because you could have given it. You, you, you could have been in those crowd reactions. Yeah, but you could have given it away good. though with the crowd with the crow sound. If they didn't do that, so right. there was no crow sound. So they pulled it off greatly to so make sure that nobody, so they could guess who the fuck is this. And like, boom. Staying out of nowhere. I love it. And he didn't come out of the Raptors because Daly's place is an outdoor arena. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to give it to them. Uh, great congratulations for Sting. And I'm um, hoping that you this uh, promotion will help you redeem your career, in-ring career, and you can retire the right way. For himself. Not for the, the fan. There, there's, there's fans that may not know. Sting has nothing to prove to anybody. No. For himself. Um, you're right. And it, this is his way of going out on his terms, and I love I, that. I love that I, he gets to do that, and so he gets to pick. I cheer to you for that, my brother. You're absolutely yeah. right, and you guys are 100%. Now, let's move on to the main event now. Let's move on to a new AEW world champion. We saw the cleaner, but this is the American-style cleaner for me. This is a and, very villainous cleaner. Yes, but this is American-style. This is yeah. not, not New Japan Strong style. And – 
Don Callis, we did see that he interfered through the mic, through Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega cheated, ran away. And oh, you'll see him on Impact on Nexus TV this no, Tuesday. Well, you'll see him next week on Tuesday. Yes. On Tuesday, Dynamite's on Wednesday. I knew immediately what he was talking about. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. The yes. second, that's, that's probably the biggest. It was very, like, it, it was a very worked Montreal screw job. But, I love it. But, but with them, imagine if Bret Hart did take the title, bounce out to WCW with the, with the, with the WWE title. This is that alternate timeline. Yeah, exactly what that is, and I love it. Watch the American Kenny Omega, the Canadian. The second that third no Kenny Omega, he's he was born two hundred and thirty-seven thousand miles north of North Carolina. (laughs) I love it. It's a weird thing. This is what I did when the third count came in. Like I was hitting the wall of my house. Yeah. the second that third count came in, yeah, I was like, "No one." That's the only finisher no one's ever kicked out of ever in the history of any time ever. No one's ever come close. Uh yeah, you won't know. Well, no, yeah, you're right. I think Okada. I think. I think Okada. Did Okada ever kick out of it, or did he, he did. ever just not give it to him? I have to look at. I have to go. No, he did kick out. You know he what? Did. He did. He did. He oh did. My God. He did. I love it. It was. It was um, Don Callis who kind of pointed this out that like him. Him, uh, him, Chris Jericho, and Kenny Omega are kind of like Nick Bockwinkle. Yeah, I saw that picture that compared them. Yeah. Harley, Harley Race, I think. Ray Stevens and Bobby Heenan. So it's yeah. going to be kinda like that Bobby Heenan, Nick Bockwinkle. Like, Omega's still going to cut promos, but they're going to kind of split it in half between the manager and Yenny. And it'll be pretty, it'll be pretty awesome. This so I want to the- ask this question real quick. Can you guys tell me who the NXT Heavyweight Champion is? Finn Balor. Oh, no. Can you guys tell me who the TNA Tag Team Champions are? I know we're getting over this. It's the, it's the, the Bullet Club is taking over the program. Who, who are the AEW Tag Team Champions? The Young Bucks, maybe. Who's the AEW Heavyweight Champion? Kenny Omega. Kenny Mo- Bullet Club has got the gold in four different companies, bro. Yes. Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, I think the only thing that needs to happen now, like, you know, like Brody King's going to challenge. Um, we got to get AJ Styles, like, the, U- the U.S. title or some shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Make him win a WWE title back, but you know we we'll get bring, into that. We gotta bring, bring Marty Skrull back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get into that. But other than that, um, yes, you're. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Hold that up again. Let me get this. I'll just grab that. I don't know take what that, that drink and get there, pal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> I just I just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> All right. All right. I got to okay. So, was now seeing that happening, and now we're finally seeing Impact now go ahead and doing cross promotions with AEW. So I will ask you, Mister Hero, going to you, your thoughts about this. Where do you see the future holds now that Impact's going to be cross promoting with AEW? The only thing that's for sure is nothing's for sure. <laughs> there you go. Uh, from the final Nitro. Um, man, uh, okay, I'll be honest. And I told Ivan this, that I was this close to just not watching anymore. I, I'm, I, and I'll be completely frank that I was, especially WWE, this goes to WWE, that um, the, the product has been boring stale 
borderline lame, really. I'm just, this is just my opinion. Uh, I it, If I stopped watching for a month, a month later, I'm pretty sure the same things will still be going on, you know, maybe even more. Uh, and uh, this is this is coming from a, a 20 plus year fan, right? Um, last night or Wednesday, uh, it really just, it, it resurrected my passion and excitement for professional wrestling in a way that I have not... It, Tony Khan and everybody in in AEW is doing the Lord's work because they're taking me back to a time, to a time that I never thought I would be feeling, you know, like that excitement. You know, I'm 13 again. The big attitude era vibes. Yes, absolutely. I'm 13 again and I'm watching professional wrestling and i'm excited and, and and believe me as soon as dynamite ended i went online and i and and, and <laughs> just like commented and told everybody i you, you signed know, up for like, subreddit yeah <laughs> yes of course so um you know massive props to, to aew man because yeah again they're doing awesome work and uh wow you know wwe Honestly, I have nothing against WWE except for just the the the, the product that they are putting out is mm, is not no I don't know it just it doesn't land land to me, and on top of that, hearing uh, for example the the whole um, Zelina Vega thing, and I know this branches out into other topics, but you know the whole Zelina Vega thing that she wanted to meet with McMahon right before being let go. And that he was there, but he didn't even want to see her. And just the, all this whole bullying thing. And I don't know. All these things that you hear about kind of makes me want AEW to win mm -hmm. eventually. So I don't know. I, 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 I'm on board with, um, with AEW 100%. Let's go. They, they won me over. All right. I, I don't per se want to use the phrase, I want AEW to win. I want it to ignite a change okay yes um because i can watch all of these major companies gladly but i'm not because i don't care what happens to the character and obviously that's not the performer's fault obviously there are flashes of brilliance on the main roster but they're almost accidentally good even though they are written and planned they just I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. That's a cool payoff, and then it's gone. Like, I really liked Lana winning the Survivor Series. I was like, oh, that's something cool and different, and there was a payoff there. But where it's going to go is probably not going to be something I care about. I don't see her, like, becoming a world beater because of being bullied by uh, Naya and Shayna. Um, the head of the table thing's cool. The only payoff I see for that happening is uh, The Rock showing up and being like, what's up, bro? I'm actually the head honcho and they get WrestleMania main event. But until there's a crowd in the audience, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Mm. Um, there's Yeah, and then there's just – it's few and far between what keeps my interest. I am thoroughly happy watching uh, alternate media to get my information about the main roster. I'll watch ups and downs. I'll watch um, this new – podcast or youtube channel i just found called wrestlemania they cover it pretty well yeah i, watch it I was too. like oh these are these are some cool guys i like these guys or just like tonight i had to read just the results just to get my recap see if there's anything interesting and they're really 
wasn't anything that makes me have the same passion that we are having currently about AEW, where we're like, holy shit, did you see that? No one is, I mean, I'm sure that I didn't check Twitter, but I'm sure the Sting thing was probably top trending. But It was. It, it was. was, right? Mm-hmm. But was, and was uh, uh, Seamus taking out Dolph Ziggler trending? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> the thing, right? Is that or is it the Miz? It's the Miz, bro. Uh, the Miz, yeah. Of course not. Um, it's not trending. I was so hoping, like, people always say, like, oh, let Triple H run the main of roster. Let, let him have a chance. Like, that would be cool. I don't see it happening until you know, unfortunate things happen to Vince, which don't want that to happen at all because I'm not inhuman. Um, I just don't know what it's going to take from other companies to push Vince into a direction where he goes, like, you know. Because he's so set. He's got a billion dollars. The first professional wrestling company, first sports company to hit a billion dollars. He can literally go, why would I need to change a damn thing? I have this much money. I've been right every time. Proof is in the results. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm hoping this landscape forces his hand to be like, okay, maybe we do need to kick it up a notch. What can we do? Instead of just staying the path of slow and mundane with right. barely any payoffs. It's right. 1994 all over again. Dude, it's, you yeah, know, it's a new generation. It is, yeah. I think you know, what the what the Impact partnership means, you know, it means more than just the Impact roster. So there's a lot more partnerships we, webbed into it than, than we realize. So Impact's main partner in Japan is Pro Wrestling Noah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Noah is currently under the same ownership as DDT Pro Wrestling over in Japan. Yep. DDT already has, you know, Kenny Omega is a, is a high, per, like, you know, an important person in there, you know. He probably has some pull with their management. And, you know, a lot. we've already seen a lot of the DDT roster, at least most of the girls. Yes. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, which is the female half of DDT, perform in AEW. So we're going to see there's a... Not, like we've all actually we've already seen the great Muda at um at at all out. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, Great Muda has already been there. So he'll probably <laughs> he'll probably there there's more chance that we could probably see more of the great Muda. Marafuji, Goshiozaki, Kaito Kiyomiya, everybody from that lineup. That's you, bro. I I yeah, that's Chris Brooks. Excellent pronunciations. <laughs> You're about to give him a heart attack when you say, I don't know Great Muda. You're about to give him a heart attack. I was only kidding, bro. He was on my top, like, two flyers list. Come on. Yeah, right? So now, look, like, here, okay, so this is my thoughts about it. First of all, Don Callis, he's a great mind worker, very great, you know. Cyrus guess, the virus, bro. People yes. forget. And, and remind you that he was the one that brought the Young Bucks, brought, you know, all the, pretty much the, the OG elites to New Japan. He's the one that began the Jericho and Kenny Omega feud. Made them meet for the first time. Did you catch so, the Painmaker jacket? Oh, yeah, ah. love it. And so, you know, Don what Don Callis, you know, being in charge of Impact creates a lot of you know the, the relationship that he has with Kenny and the Young Bucks because they're you know they're the EVPs of AEW. And how Matt said, also, well, don't forget also DDT wrestling and pro wrestling Noah. So a lot of, you know, a lot of connections are there. And in, now in reference in regards for, you know, Vince, WWE, I uh, do want to mention. So there was a, pre- a press conference call, which I was trying to get in, but I couldn't get in, unfortunately. It was too much of a big line uh, to ask about the upcoming NXT, you know, war games, which we'll get, get into it in a bit. But uh, there was a mentioning, uh, mentioned to Hunt, to Paula Beck. So you've done before, 
you know, cross promoting with you know ICW. You done it with Evolve Progress up in yeah, up, that, and up. That the company. Remember when that dude? I'm sorry if I don't know the names. Mm-hmm. It was in the England. It was like a smaller company. Yes. And the guys and the guys like, oh well. I'll just have my friend Triple H come out. Everyone's like, this guy. Yeah, right, bro. And then two seconds later, time to play. Triple H came out. I was like, this is like an indie show. Yeah. So he's not above. Triple H himself is not above no, no, no. breaking that fourth wall. No, he's not. He's not above it. They did ask him a question. They did ask him. Which consider, obviously, you did see your other competitors, what they're doing now. Do you see yourself doing that? And he said, of course, the doors are wide, wide open as well. It just, it has to be for the right, you know, for the right tenure. I want it to be a, a long, successful tenure, not a short-term tenure to be, you know. Rick Flair in somebody's house? Uh, that's a long story. <laughs> he's <laughs> just visiting. He's visiting right now, Rick Flair. <laughs> so, you know, so it's a long tenure. Uh, he wants a long tenure relationship with the promotions. And, but he says, you know, I don't think he's throwing, you know, talking shit to AEW that they're all, they're just only doing short tenures and not having a long-term relationship that benefits both parties so that's what you know his i believe that's that's his response yeah. when they ask him that question he's not now, he doesn't come no, he, someone who's like he, he, he won't turn down a good idea because it's not his exactly you know what i'm saying exactly yeah. he won't because it's not his it's not a, it's not his company it's Vince well McMahon. yeah that too but i think if it was he also would not be like that like no. i think we'll turn down a good idea because he didn't come up with it right know? exactly now in regards for WWE's, uh, you know, status, as of right now, we do have AW affiliated with NWA with uh, AAA. Remind you that Kenny Omega is still the AAA Mega World Heavyweight Champion, which he will defend in Triple Media next next Saturday. Right. So he will defend. It, it will be their Mexico versus Laredo Kid. We will talk about that next week episode. And then obviously now with Impact Wrestling. There's so many dream matches that we could go ahead and discuss about from the Norse versus FTR, from the Good Brothers, Young Bucks. We could go all out, all the whole list is going to be there. Now, in reference for WWE, though, if you know, like how we're not inhuman, but if you know, kick rocks from Mr. McMahon, if he decides to retire right he, on time, <laughs> he they will join. I feel that they will join in. The only way for them to join in this, you know, unionized territory is if New Japan jumps in. Because remind you, New Japan is the, the biggest market in Japan in professional wrestling. Compared to anybody else, uh, like DDT or Pro Noah or Shimmer, because they own Shimmer, but every other company in Japan. Uh, if they join in. Ring of Honor is another one that is getting teased little by little. So right now, you have two separate, you have a company, Ring of Honor and New Japan, they already have their conjoint with CNML. So that's three of them, three promotions already together aligned. AEW aligned with NWA and AAA and Impact. That's already four, right? The total four right there. WWE, they already bought everything from the UK already because Evolve shut down. They bought it off. ICW is still there, but they haven't bought them off completely yet. So Progress is still there, but they haven't either. But so if New Japan and Ring of Honor jumps with AEW, then the game of professional wrestling is going to change and Vince McMahon has to bend on his fucking knees and have to fucking join in that circle. This is the only way for everybody to make money. You got to join the head of the table. Because right now, Tony Khan is doing that. That's why he said the balance of power and professional wrestling is shifting. And he's done that. And that's what he's going to be doing for the next couple of years. And now, like we all we discussed it prior before on our prior archives. 
where would this lead when it comes to H territories champion? How would it work? Who will go over? Who would who will not go over? That's the biggest question we're gonna have to see. When, when now we're seeing these cross promotions, who's whose company is gonna go over? But if I was the, if I was the owner of a company, I wouldn't give a shit because you're giving me ratings and then you're, you're giving me you're giving me fucking shit. You're, you're exposing my talent. You're exposing my product. But now, go ahead. Now that question, you know, having a world champion versus a world champion, two different locations. We just had that Survivor Series Universal versus WWE Champion, right? Yeah, but that's uh, the Roman, WWE product, though. Yes, of course. Uh, there's no doubt about that. However, in the result, you had Drew McIntyre losing, right? Uh, Jay Uso came out and uh, went, uh, went wild on, on, on Drew McIntyre there. So, uh, in that, I don't think that McIntyre necessarily ended up hurting a lot, a lot from that loss. No. So, in yeah, that... Exactly. You, yeah, it was, you know, it was a clean, protected finish at the same time. Right. So the similar thing could happen between companies. Who or is it between world champion champion? Is it still is it still um Rich uh, One? Rich oh 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 yeah, that's right. I heard about that. But it was um Eric Young for a long time, right? No, it was a short term short term time. Oh, short term? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Off Eddie Edwards. Yes. Well, yeah. And then Rich Swan took it off of of Young? Yes. Okay. Good to see but, Rich Swan with his life in order. Holy shit. I love that. I was a that's a great story. If you don't know, Rich Swan. Oh no, yeah, Rich Swan went through some things that I don't judge because no people are human. But dude, the fact that he weathered that storm and is now a world champion in a major company, a plus for that guy. Definitely, and not only that. Now with that happening this Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, there's already sources out there which I'm just giving my we're giving our opinions. Okay, we're not fucking. Meltzer, or especially that piece of shit, Brian He's Alvarez. He's going to cancel us, bro. He's going to, we're never going to. No, Alvarez fucking hates me anyway. I don't give a fuck Alvarez. He hates me the most. Meltzer has no problem with me. It's just mostly Alvarez. Uh, fuck Alvarez. I'd be, I'd be really, I'd be pretty stoked if Meltzer even heard of us. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad they haven't. Yeah, <laughs> they will eventually. So there's already now talent from AEW going to this Tuesday's tapings of impact so we will be seeing that on access tv you might see you might see some aw talent showing up on impact this upcoming. what do we think is the move here is it going to be an invasion because i don't see it i, I, I see maybe that. like a i see like a bidding war type of thing going on not an invasion perhaps but callous handing out contract like you know kayfabe contracts um having Tony Khan trying to bid to get kenny back but then there's gonna be like it's gonna be like a more more psychological contractual storyline and not so much an invasion storyline yeah that, I, I agree 100 i hope so, it's neither to be honest uh, i kind of like how like let's say the nwa women's championship gets defended on on dynamite here and there but it's yeah. not necessarily an invasion it's not there's but nothing Callis, more to Callis it and kenny took off like they stole something and they were keeping it for themselves Huh. You know, if you notice when they were running yep. in the back, the entire AEW roster was like, what's up? Where are you going oh, yeah. with yeah. our belt? That's a good like point. Like I said, yeah. this is an alternate timeline of the Montreal Screwjob, 100%. 100%. Everyone except for Tony Khan, he seemed kind of happy there. I don't know if you guys caught that. Didn't he say, what the fuck? Like, or what the No, he was like, Congra hey, congratulations, or something like that. Yeah. Like, he looked happy. Yeah, I don't know. But 
I'll have to rewatch, but I thought he was very. I thought he had a very surprised get back here type of. One of the things, because you're talking, because I was talking about the New Japan partnership coming into the picture. So one of the things that's kind of like a tell-all is basically when they announced that John Moxley isn't going to be at Wrestle Kingdom 15. He will not, but he's going to have to defend that U.S. title. And where that, where is that going to happen? Revolution. I he got stripped, no? No, that, they, because of weather the first time, because oh. of the hurricane and the feud. He wasn't stripped of it yet. So he has to defend it against Kenta at mo- Revolution seems the most logical place because that's the upcoming pay-per-view. So Revolution, and, and of course Kenta has to appear there courtesy of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. So that's the beginning of that partnership. Now, Ring of Honor, you know, I have to, I've, I haven't seen enough back and forth. I've seen a few people that aren't contracted appear on both, you know, Ring of Honor and, you know, and AEW, but we still have yet to see more of that. And as for the Invasion storyline, there's a few, you know, there's a few storylines in AEW that, like, it seems like comparatively, I, the way I view it is, like, it's probably reached that next level. Because now that Kenny Omega has appeared, I think they're going to go into... I think putting it into a full a, Impact Invasion storyline would really take this to the next level. would make it, like, must-see TV. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm absolutely, like, tuning in to TNA next week. Yeah. Like, I, I impact, really, impact. Impact. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, I'm so... You, I don't... That doesn't flow off. I know. I know. I love... I TNA, miss TNA. TNA, TNA. TNA. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dixie is still running shit, right? No, she's not. She's out of the. She's out of the picture. That's how long it's been, bro. That's how long it's. They have a six-sided ring still, or no? No, four-sided ring. <laughs> no. Um, it has been since then since I did have interest in watching uh, TNA, aka Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did try watching a pay-per-view a couple months ago, but something about it didn't grab my attention, so I stopped and I went and watched just a review show on it. Um, but I am definitely interested in it now. And then obviously we sort of touched on a little bit, the new NWA show coming up. I'm absolutely interested in that as well, because obviously they're tied into this umbrella with Thunder Rosa having her and, uh, uh, deep. What's her first name? Deanna. Deep? Serena. 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 Serena deep. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of names out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> But yeah, um, but we, this is all to me. It's all the same product. It's all the like. It's like when you. It's like midnight, and you have you. You. You guys ever smoke weed? You ever go to a KFC, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell combination and order one of everything from the menu? That's what this is for me, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm getting one of everything when I watch all three of those. Yeah, and, and that picture that Don Callis, like what you know Matt mentioned earlier, it's a reminiscence of how the territory days when you had the AWA, NWA days uh, to. Shit, there was so many territorial days, the invisible invisible hands. So you know that pretty much marks out the, the fruition of unionization of you know territories now coming into fruition. We're seeing that now because Tony Khan is already since the beginning of the time when he opened when he created AEW, he opened the doors since day one to allow promotions to come cross promoting benefits both parties and it has. It has been in both parties most definitely, and I feel that it will continue that in the near future, and this is going to catch the eye of New Japan and of Ring Honor. Now, what Matt said in regards in for the U.S. The IWGP U.S. Championship to be defended in AEW, I do not see it happening, but that would be great if it does. 
I, it, it might happen in New Japan Strong Style in the U.S., or he will have to relinquish it. By the looks of it, I think he's going to have to. Because he's not going to lose it like clean. No, right? he, he will actually. rather see him stripped of it. Yes, because he's going to be a father, anyways. So, might as well, he's going to go ahead and actually relinquish it. And he's not going to defend it. It has to be defended in Japan. It can't be defended in the States. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to be defended. Might as well give it a Kenta. Fuck it. There you go. For free. But obviously, it doesn't look right, but there's no other option. Right. Khan said he's not going to do it. He's not going to allow him to do it. So we don't know. We do that. We have to wait and see. And also, Khan, you know, mentioned the trios and upcoming. You we might literally. We might, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. And he, you know, a plus he, content right there. You know, the I can already name, I can already name like seven teams that exist right now that people aren't people that don't know that the trios titles are coming in twenty twenty one. Look at the roster right now and look how many trio teams already exist and have existed since the very first episode of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. It's a very exciting time. That roster already that that division already exists. Mm-hmm. Now it's a matter of putting the straps on uh, SCU. Yeah, so, you know exactly. I'm calling it SCU, SCU versus Death Triangle. Um, I don't know how they're going to figure out uh, maybe a round robin tournament. That'd be basically the cleanest way to do it. Yes, but you have, I mean, you can't really say the butcher and the blade and the bunny, but like you have, like I said, no, butcher blade and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, SCU, Death Triangle, uh, version of Inner Circle. um, Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express, exactly. There's so many right now. Panda Express. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch BTE. But uh, but here's the thing, though. Well, that's Trio's Championship. That's going to open opportunities for other promotions. AAA has their own Trio's. And... Mm -hmm. And also, like I said, I mean, uh, if you know, if this is Lucha Underground had it. Lucha Underground did it fantastically. Yes, yes. they yes. even had an intergent. Um, I fucking hate her, but um, Sexy Star was in a trio's title. She was yes. in one of the teams. It was two men. I'm sorry, I, I forgot. Who it might have been Death Triangle and her. Um, but yeah, I mean, it can be done. It can be done well. And Lucha Underground, watch it on Netflix. I think it's still up. If you're missing out on some dope ass Robert Rodriguez style pro wrestling. Anyways, but, I'm also I'm a huge Lucha Underground mark. It's a shame that we can't cover any of that right oh, now. Oh, no, no, no. But well, I'm telling you this right now. Well, that Trios Championship will open the doors for all these promotions for 2021 because mm-hmm. they will have a lot of creativity for a lot of exposure for their talents in their promotion to compete if he does a tournament for it. So that'll be something that we would love to see. And cheers to you, Tony Khan. You- in, that, in that same vein, I'm excited for the women's division. Mm-hmm. Because it is a little bit lacking right now, pending you know a bunch of injuries in just a straight AEW roster. But having that door open, they've already brought in um, you know Thunder Rosa and Deeb and um, a couple of people from her boy down at uh, GCW Generation or GPW. Um, oh yeah, I mean that's that, that, that door. You're having you're having an influx of talent coming up in the women's division, and it's going to be flooded. And I love it. The return of Abaddon. Holy shit! Didn't see that coming. A plus. I loved how um, Hikaru Shida sold that uh, <laughs> that interview. She's like, "Oh, I'm not afraid of her." And then some noise in the background. I don't know if anyone picked up on it. There was like uh, yeah. something fell in the background, and then she jumped like she actually was scared. Yeah. Subtle selling. I love it. Can't wait. I know she's not gonna. She's not losing to Abaddon anytime soon. But I am excited for that division to pick up. Definitely. Uh, we're looking forward to see that. So make sure you guys stay tuned on Tuesday Access TV for Impact as we see Impact. Impact. 
Impact. I have to remember impact. Mm -hmm. Impact, and we'll have to wait to see what is the response of Kenny Omega. It's gonna Why? Be Why? Why, Kenny? Why? <laughs> you sold out. He's got to get paid. <laughs> there you go. That is right. So make sure you guys tune in. Sky. Instead of a Paul Heyman guy, I'm a Don, I'm a Don Callis guy. You're Don Callis guy. I love You're that. You're Don Callis guy. Remind you that he, Don Callis, learned from the great mind of Paul Heyman, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was in ECW yes. before he came over to Cyrus Tobias. Yes. That is right. So let's go ahead and now move on with Pro Wrestling News, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the big announcement of what happened here on SoCal, especially here in California with this whole pandemic situation, caused another lockdown again, unfortunately, which made a decision for our beloved brother and promoter, uh, the, one of the greatest, you know, creative, creative minds of professional wrestling in SoCal. And overall, in my opinion, everybody has their own opinions about him. Mr. David Marquez announcing uh, that they'll be uh, taking a break from, you know, for the holidays and be coming back in 2021. So if you guys missed uh, the last episode of United Wrestling Network, make sure you tune in. That was this past Tuesday, December 1st, as we saw uh, Slice Boogie versus Danny Boy Smith Jr. making his debut. That was a phenomenal heavy-hitting you know, matchup. So Jordan Clearwater defending his uh, Heritage Championship. He took away from our brother Ray Rosas, and he you know, lost the title because of SoCal distancing. So that's an unfortunate and much more on that. So make sure you guys watch them on Fight TV or any other local listings. Make sure you tune in on United Wrestling Network. Uh, the description below will have all the links to watch United Wrestling Network. And thank you, Mr. Marquez, for providing. Thank you. To the last drop, he kept those doors open for as long as he legally could. And if you can in any way support your favorite SoCal or wherever you are, in the world's indie scene, whether it's the promotion itself, your favorite stars, if they have merch online, if they have an OnlyFans, whatever it takes to help support local talent wherever you are in the world that's been affected due to the global bastard, please do, because it's content that we need to see and these performers need to be out there providing it for us. Um, the United Wrestling Network was doing so much for just the SoCal scene right now. And I think they were the only players in the game. Um, they, they squeezed every last drop out of what they could until the door shut again for like the second or third time this year. And it's heartbreaking that we had so many great storylines and tournaments and talent on the rise. I mean, um, Hollywood wrestling itself brought in so many big names just to enhance the local guys. And now we don't know when those storylines and matches are going to continue. Right. Um, so do what you can, follow them on whatever social media platforms, show your love, show your support. SoCal, I keep saying SoCal because that's where I'm from, and I'm used to saying that, but wherever well, you well, are. Yeah. Yeah, wherever you are watching this, do what you can to just support the content. Absolutely, 100%. But don't forget, you can still watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Obviously, they have their latest tapings that they've you know, recorded before, you know, the, the shutdown so make sure you tune in uh, check your local listings also that will be in the description below as well the link where you can actually see the, the you know the airtime and what channel they're going to be on so i should want to go ahead and also thank the staff from you know united wrestling network from championship hollywood you know we thank you the staff the production crew the behind the scenes all the men and women to the athletes and men and women that provided this you know this content for us wrestling fans pro wrestling fans you know not only just locally but nationwide you know worldwide we thank you we cheers you for doing a phenomenal job 
keeping it great, you know, keeping it up for us, pro wrestling fans, bringing the best damn wrestling, and we cannot wait to see what's the outcome of 2021. So cheers to you, Mr. Marquez, and for all the staff at United Wrestling Network. Thank you for another great mm -hmm. moment of 2020 for us professional wrestling fans. Now, also want to go ahead and the well that those those doors shut down a new one right open, and that is the return of the National Wrestling Alliance NWA Shockwave made their Shockwave on Tuesday. <laughs> and that's right, they made their Shockwave on Tuesday, and which we saw three phenomenal matches. We did see you know we did see Jordan Cruz uh, versus Eli Drake. That was another great match. Eli Drake pick up with the win. Our favorite. Women's superstar, the Killer Bay, Heather Monroe, going one-on-one -on -one versus Camille Bridgehouse. But, you know, she didn't pick up the win, but she did a great performance. And her, Camille, kudos to you two ladies. Phenomenal work. We love it. And also, we had the main event, the NWA 10 Pants of Gold Championship was defended. Nick Aldous versus Mike Mike Bennett, not Canellis. Yeah. Mike Bennett. I was <laughs> going to say, I cut myself out. That storyline sucked. Yes. such the worst. Oh, my God. I still have PTSD from that storyline, bro. But I can Over 24-7 champion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got his first female, right? Or no. Did, yeah. Was the first, first, first pregnant. First pregnant. Right, right. I was going to say the first female, I think, was like Jackie or something like that. Mr. Steamboat, take the floor away. Tell him well, how was the match. How was the main event overall? The card. Tell him. Tell the audience. Mike Bennett versus Nick Aldis was pretty solid. I got to say, it's one hell of a first episode. And there was a lot of, you know, dramaticness. There's a lot of very dramatic match, I got to say. A lot of, a lot of, especially all the pile drivers. If you, if you like watching people get pile driven, it's <laughs> for you. And, you know, your, neck, your head and your neck's going to hurt a lot after just watching it. Definitely, definitely. I mean, just make sure you guys tune in on on the under YouTube channel, that's where you can add NWA YouTube. Hopefully, we'll see. You know, we'll see the next episode. We don't know yet. We'll find out. And but keep an eye on NWA and kudos to all of them performers for that first episode debut for them. You guys did make a shockwave, so I'm looking forward to seeing more. So stay tuned with NWA on YouTube. Now we'll go ahead and move on with WWE announcing the new signees to the you know to the WWE roster. So we do have. The announcements, we have two out of the three from the Rascals. That's Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Now, we did say previously that it was previously rumored that we're going to go, but now it's confirmed. Now, then we have Alex Zane, another alumni uh, from, you know, from Black, Black Labor Pro Wrestling. And also Alex Zane was a new, in New Japan Strong Style and also in Ring of Honor, which he will be competing as well. I mean, they competed as well. Uh, and YouTube Japan, once again. And then we had a former NWA, uh, excuse me, a former WNBA player. That was Anel Howard. She got signed to WWE. And also one of uh, your alumni uh, was, uh, he's a protege of Tajiri. And I'm? No, uh, Matt's. Oh, I was like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like somebody I trained uh, with. No, no, no. <laughs> this is Matt. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing that Chris was thinking. <laughs> was like, this is Matt. So, so, Ju so, so it's going to be hard for me to say it. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. So, Juri Ekeme Higuchi. He's the oh, one, right. He's the, he's the one who got signed with, uh, with WWE. And, you know, he's a, a former, you know, he was trained by Tachiri, 
wrestled in all Japan. I think he wrestled in uh, pro wrestling Noah as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to see you know you know his debut and looking at his attributes. What he, what's he gonna bring to WWE? And the last one that was signee that I was I was in shock, and that was Russ Taylor, a SoCal native. SoCal native Russ Taylor competed in Championship Wrestling for Hollywood, United you know Wrestling Network competed, New Japan Strong Style as well. Uh, he's part of the Team Filthy, Team Filthy Law, you know Tom Lawler. He's part of that part of that group, and now he is signed with WWE. So I wanted to go ahead and say to all of them, congratulations, and you know. Congratulations, getting your dreams come true. Now, the biggest question, gentlemen, which I will ask you, Mr. Steamboat, what, where is Trey Miguel, the third member of the Rascals? Where is he going to go? He's going to go to um, – he will go with me to McDonald's to get some snack wraps. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'll join in. Why not? <laughs> Sorry, that's in. Oh my God! All right, uh, CK One. Where do you see Trey Miguel going? He didn't sign with uh, NXT WWE, so where's he gonna go? It's weird they take two out of three like that. So I, I see him just floating around a little bit, maybe just hitting the indie scene. And uh, I don't know who's sent him offers. You know, basically, it just comes down to him. he gets to choose whatever flies his direction. He might just kind of travel. I mean, it's gonna be really hard to literally travel, obviously, because of what's happening with the world, but. Um, I, I, I don't have any idea who's looking at him right now. I don't know whose radar he's on, so it's going to be hard to, to predict where he ends up. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Mr. Hero, what do you feel about Trey Miguel? You know, it's interesting because probably like four, maybe even two years ago, I would have said, oh, I don't know, you know, uh, maybe uh, they just didn't offer him something. But now it's like maybe he got offered something, but he rejected it. Maybe he has his eyes set on AEW or, you know, anywhere else. There's options now. So, you know, wherever he, he goes, I, I'm sure he's going to be able to land on, land on his feet. Definitely. I mean, we'll have to wait and see on that. And I'm, I'm hoping that I was, I was, I was a bit shocked myself that, wait a minute, I thought you didn't sign him either. What is going on? You know, I, I thought we were going to have all three of them, the rascals, but did it happen? Maybe how you say you're right, maybe AEW maybe uh, could be the route that he may be going to as a singles yeah. competitor. Uh, maybe Ring of Honor, but I don't see Ring of Honor. They don't have the no, – no disrespect to Ring of Honor, but I don't think Moolah-wise, they don't think they have it. Maybe New Japan, but do you want to be a young lion? That's the question. You mm. don't want to be a young lion with the black trunks. You just want to – You don't want to – Chopping you up all day. That's it. You're going to be chopped up and get beat up by everybody the whole damn day. And I don't think you want that. And also, want to go ahead and mention, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to tune in today. Uh, it's, it's Friday. It's Friday. So it's Friday. Don't shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> don't do that. What's up with that? <laughs> this, today, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys tune in on Title Match Network. That's right. Our Brother Jeremy's event is starting today, 3 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time, 6 o'clock Eastern. And that is the Cha Generation Championship Wrestling Diamond Cup happens tonight. So make sure you guys tune in and watch that on Title Match Network. All of the details are below the description as well. Make sure you tune in because I'll be watching it you know, tonight. I'm going to be watching it. So Shaw Guerrero's in-ring debut? Woo, why not? I need to see it. That's a must-see TV.
Now, let's go ahead and move on with New Japan. Uh, we did, I mentioned to you guys, we were going to report it to you guys, but we took a little quick break. So now we're back on it. So let's go ahead and give the, you know, the audience. Well, let's give the people what they want, which mm -hmm. is <laughs> courtesy of Dirty Heels. Yeah, let's go ahead and actually uh, give the updates of the best of Super Juniors. Uh, the upcoming points, we have El Desperado, Sho, uh, Hiromu, and Taji Ishimori with 10 points still, uh, you know, left in the, still left in the best of juniors. And also the fight, you know, the one leading behind them, Bushi, Master Wado, Robbie Eagles, and the Taiguchi. So Bushi, Master Wado with eight points, Eagles, and Taiguchi with six. I was surprised that Eagles has six points in Taiguchi too, because I actually wanted Taiguchi to actually kind of win it. But I'm happy that Desperado's up there alongside with Show. Show has been impressing me uh, watching this Best of Super Junior Cup. Man, I'm loving it. What, how do you feel about this, Mr. Steamboat? Who do you think is going to win? Who's going to make it to the finals? Who will make it to the finals of this? Who almost kind of like an odds-on favorite, just because so many. He's a very like over baby face at the moment. The Bone Soldier, you know, he, he has his history, you know, of, of like, I, I only just came across a match of Ishimori versus, once again, Mark Fuji. I'll, I'll mention his name anytime I can. Um, Master Wado, they're building him up, but, you know, it's still very early in his career. So, shows it like, you know, shows the dark horse, but I'm, I'm probably going to put my money on Hiromu. Ah, okay, okay. So, you see Hiromu winning it all, then. Mm. All right, all right. And also we have now with the World Tag League, who's up there on the points? Then we got we have this is a, a shocking, but I'm I like what I'm seeing of what they have done throughout this past week in that tournament, and that is chaos. That is you know Tomohori Ishi and Yano are in the lead, ten points. They're up there on the World Tag League, right behind them is Shingo Sonata, Tai Chi and Zack Zombre. You got Goto and Yoshi. You got Great O'Connor and Jeff Khan. And you have the Gorillas of Destiny, Juice and Finley, and Evo and Yujiro. Uh, they're, the only, they're the only ones with six points. The rest are eight points. Uh, what, do you, what do you feel so far, Mr. Steamboat, with this tournament going on? And who do you see that one taking? I mean, Chaos has kind of been like, they don't really have too many championships with them right now. So I guess they, Chaos should probably get it. At the moment, Rules of Destiny have had those tag titles a gajillion times, you know. You know, they, it's about time they give it to somebody else at this moment in time. Definitely. This moment in time, quote of Triple H, Paul Levesque. He always says that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, make sure you guys tune in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as it's still going on. It's not over yet. You still have tonight, which is, you know, tonight you still got both of the tournaments going on over the weekend and we'll, we'll discuss to you guys next week who made it to the finals as the finals for both of the tournaments will happen on December 11th which is next Friday so we will give you the updates of who made it and we'll we'll discuss again who's going to win it overall he's chasing Hiromu he's chasing chaos I choose show I choose show to win this one he's gonna but the creeper's gonna be probably Desperado that's why I feel like we a creeper one on the best uh, super Junior ones. World Tag, I'm with you on that. Got to give it a chaos. Why not? Someone you. I think Sonata already had it, but Shingo never, you know, it's his first time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Why not have chaos win it? There's nobody else. Let them have it. The tournament not really was the best anyways because it's only just 10, 10 teams. Not a higher was normally with 20 of them. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. 
So make sure you guys tune in, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to go ahead and move on right quick. I want to move on right quick to WWE. I want to discuss about these upcoming feuds that we're seeing. I'm not going to go into the details of Raw or SmackDown, what happened in this past. I'm just going to just mention these upcoming feuds that we were seeing. And I want to ask, obviously, our brothers here their thoughts about it. I'm going to name the list of feuds that we're seeing. We got AJ already going one-on-one against Drew on TLC. We're seeing now Riddle, my feud with Bobby Lashley for the U.S. belt. We already got, you know, Roman Reigns going to feud with KO for the Universal. Sami Zayn and, K- and Big E now for the IC. We're looking at that now. Brandy Orton, The Fiend. Sasha and Carmella for the SmackDowns. Bailey and Bianca. Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. And from the Raw Women's side, Women's Champion, I don't see it defending. I see Lana and Asuka still feuding with uh, Shayna and Nia for those tag team belts. And, of course, Mike's favorite group, Retribution and Ricochet. <laughs> so I'll ask you, Mr. CK1, which feud are you intrigued? Oh, man. Oh, Ah, shit, dude. Really? Okay, so here, I'm going to throw, can I throw one that's not on the list that has yet to come to fruition that I predict? Can I make a prediction? Is that cool? Go right ahead, man. Go okay. Ahead. So I think Sheamus is going to turn on Drew. That is probably the most obvious thing we're going to have, and that's going to be probably a Royal Rumble match or an upcoming pay-per-view match. Um, I think Sheamus is being a little too buddy-buddy. Obviously, I think Miz is going to try and cash in. I think he's probably not going to win, but if he does, that's a brave move right now in this climate. Um, that's where I think that's headed right there. That makes all the sense in the world. Um, uh, I had something else lined up. Um, what else? Was that all I really care about right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Daniel Bryan, Jey Uso, that's going to be quality match, but it's not going to be a story I care about mm-hmm. per se. Like, I'm not like, oh, well, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm just going to love watching the match because the performers are fantastic. Um, I think Lana and Asuka are going to win the titles, but I think it's going to have nothing to do with Lana doing any work, and I think that's going to be the gimmick. It's going to be Lana accidentally getting these wins. It reminds me of something that's happened in the past, but I can't put my finger on it, where the tag champ never did anything. Like, one member of the team did nothing, and someone else carried all the weight, and they accidentally were getting wins. Rico and Rikishi. Was that that what it was? At least that's what happened. Okay, I believe you. Yeah, I just... If it hasn't happened before... Um, it's not a bad storyline. It is goofy, but it is original or, you know, I hate that when something is different, I have to like it because of how not different the main roster is right now. So whenever they do something that's like silly or different or original, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Even though comparing it to other brands, it's just not. Um, but I kind of like the Lana accidentally being successful, I guess, just because it's something. Um, Bianca and Bailey, that's going to be five-star matches every time they wrestle, at least by the main roster standards and not by, you know, the Meltzer standards. Um, I like Carmella a lot. She's fun no matter what. I just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, if I were to pay for, I, there's not a main event coming up that I would pay to see, you know. I'm just saying. saying. (laughs) I I just, I don't like that I feel that way. Um, We've seen Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt how many times now? 
I think okay, was. the Fiend. He's never faced the Fiend. Oh, okay. He's faced Bray Wyatt. Big fucking whoop. All right, cool. So maybe bring the um, mask out. <laughs> um, the Alexa Bliss character, like I get it, but she's definitely it is definitely a daddy daughter cosplay, and it's borderland creepy, like absolutely creepy. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm just not too. I, I don't care about who wins any of these matches as long as they're done proper. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on just the quality of the match, not the storylines right now, because that's all you can, in my opinion. All right. I'm sorry. I don't have a better answer. That's just how I feel. No, no, no. no. I, I like I can I can set aside a storyline for the quality match. You know, as long as they're allowed to do what they're allowed to do inside the four four corners. That's what call us, Vinny. Call us because you're losing <laughs> your fucking touch. Shit. Oh, I heard recently that it's uh, basically Bruce coming up. Oh no, 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 no. He Bruce. Don't get me started on Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want him to get started. No. Okay. Okay. I love That's a different list. Brother Lame. <laughs> the name might be out of a job again <laughs> because of this shit but I was we were talking about him a little bit but go ahead Mr. Hero the floor is yours which one do you feel the bad world will take oh my goodness uh, I don't even know I don't even know what to say anymore WWE <laughs> my goodness um, it's, it, I want to care I really do to be honest yeah for sure I you do. know and the world wants to the wrestling world wants to care uh, but you're not giving them what you know, you know, quality stuff here. Um, <laughs> you're not giving the people what they want, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, uh, borrowing that from Dirty Hills. Um, yeah, man, it, it's just uh, honestly the the Lana Oscar team up. It kind of seems to fit way better than the Shayna and Nia Jax, uh, you know, team. Uh, so I wouldn't doubt them putting the titles on Lana and this whole Lana pulling a Homer sort of thing, so to speak. It's a Simpsons reference. Uh, you know, it, it, that it could end up being an entertaining storyline uh, down the road. Um, let's see. The, the whole head of the table thing. Um, actually, not bad. Like, I like it's it. not bad. I, I like Roman Reigns as the heel. He fits the part. Uh, mm -hmm. I like to boo him. So there you go. Uh you know, and now he's actually... I'm actually sharing them now. It's a completely double-switched on me. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it, ultimately that's what they were trying to get at yeah. or, or go to. Um, so, yeah, and uh, if the, if this ends up with The Rock coming in and WrestleMania happening, that'd be... If there was a crowd, that would be the move. But I just don't see that working without a crowd because you need that pop. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Um the Nobody pops versus... like, okay, I just say it, I'll say it. Nobody pops like The Rock when that music hits. Like the Austin Glass break, definitely. Uh, but during the Austin... Attitude Era, yeah, 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 for sure. But post Attitude Era, the rock music was the current day, yeah, yeah. And then, like I you called earlier, that. the CM Punk pop, like the three. Those are the three. There right you there, go. Sure. Um, Fiend and Orton. Um, I actually, the part that intrigues me is the whole Alexa thing. Which I feel that we're gonna see her get RKO'd any one of these weeks. <laughs> you know? I mean, he gave it. Um, yeah, it throws. Uh, um, Corbin Bar Baron Corbin giving the end of days to Becky Lynch about two years ago. I loved it. I love that. I love Becky Lynch. I just love to see her take it. 
So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am into that. He's he's RKO so many women. I'm not condoning the the dynamic. But but we we know that these are protected moves, and you know, of course, of course, you know, we know, right? And and uh, more importantly, the wrestlers feel safe doing it, and uh, so you know, it's all in good in good entertainment, right? Uh, But yeah, I, I wish there was more that I was excited about, and there's a reason why. We started this episode with AEW because they had the big moments and the excitement and everything going on. And Raw and SmackDown have, you know, have been moved to kind of the end of the episode here. Um, but, you know, uh, we need something. Hashtag CM Punk. <laughs> and we, we would be just as passionate about any promotion that put on a quality content. You know, as if, right. if yes. WWE did something like this, we would definitely be just as excited about it. There's no bias. But see, we had that. We had Sting debut. That debut was great, in my opinion. You know, Survivor Series, you know, Authority versus Team whatever's Cena. Team Cena, there you go. Dolph Ziggler, uh, you know, had such a great moment. I still remember to this day yep. because it was enjoyable to watch. Yes. Sting came out. Put um I forgot I put uh, Ziggler on top of uh, Rollins. Rollins, there you go. And um, that was a moment. I I was excited for that too. And um, unfortunately, it went how it went. But you know, this is a moment in time right now, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm correcting Mike for the first time. Oh, about no. WWE. Are you sure you want to go there? <laughs> no, no, no. Because you, and they have it, look it at this. Two, two in, in, in one minute. <laughs> And for the first time, and if you look at our archive, ladies and gentlemen, he will correct me about who am I like forgetting about WWE. That's how you can tell that AEW just won him over. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this yes. is how you can tell that AEW come to the dark, won, come, come to the neon pink side, come <laughs> to the dark side of the force. <laughs> there you go. And, and there you have it. He is now an AEW fan. No yes, longer here in fourteen days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Steve-O, I want to hear your rebuttal. So, uh, maybe just the the, the Randy Orton feed th- Fiend thing, it could be like another cinematic match. And they those did that already. They did it. Yeah, they might do something different. Some different. They might bring out different props or camera angles. It's like watching there's a TV show. There's puppets now. Yeah, there's yeah. puppets now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like watching a TV show. So, yeah. Well, it's going to come down to like... Alexa Bliss is in the house, and whoever it's in the house is on fire, and whoever can save her gets her. Or I don't know, something like that, some bullshit. I don't know. I'm making, I'm writing this as a, as, as, yeah. <laughs> it's just how bad it sounds. It's like it's just I don't know what they're gonna do to make me make it original because the first time was that first Firefly Funhouse match, and that wasn't that bad, but it wasn't great, you know. It was one of the first cinematic matches, to be fair. So, yeah, but just I don't know what they're gonna do differently. Uh, no, the, uh, one of the Boneyard was like one of the first ones for me. No, 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 no. The Firefly Funhouse was way before that Boneyard. Where they just no, well, because it happened the what night one, right? Those were not no. We're, these were those were like a year apart at least. I swear to God, the one with Orton and Bray Wyatt, right? Where yeah, that wasn't that. No, that was a house burnout. That wasn't a fire fun. Oh, yeah, that wasn't a cinematic. That wasn't a cinematic. That wasn't a cinematic match. No, 
That was yes, it was. They were inside the house. They were throwing refrigerators on top of each other. It was yes. shot like but a it, movie. It, it, it was a feud for them to build up for WrestleMania. That was when Bray Wyatt was. What I'm saying, it was, it was one of the first, if not the first, <laughs> cinematic matches. I'm sorry. I'm just losing my mind right now because Mike is forgetting this shit. He normally remembers this shit. What the it's fuck like, is going on? It's like it's being pushed out <laughs> by Wednesday nights now. Hey, yep, there you go. Right, yeah. Check Payback out. 2017. It was the it House of Horrors match. But what okay. I'm saying, it was a it was okay. one of the first, if not the first, match shot like a movie. Okay, yeah, that, okay. All that right. led, you know, that led the way to better matches like the Boneyard match. Right. Like right, right. everything AEW does, like the Stampede match or the um everything Matt Hardy does. Right. No, I, I, I get your point. I get it. But but my I, point I, was that they can't do that again, and I don't see how they could do it again differently that would make me care. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I'm with you that. I, I'm with you that 100%. I don't think it should, doesn't matter. I, I wouldn't even care, to be honest with you. If they do a cinematic match again with his, him and the Fiend or the Firefly, like in a house, nah. Forget about it. You already did. You're doing enough already with that shit. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm done with it. This is my thoughts right now about this. You're looking at this, right? It's blank for a reason. Vince McMahon and whoever... Papa and also Brucey, they do not write shit down because guess what product they're watching? Whether they like it or not, they're fucking watching AEW. They're watching New Japan. They're watching Ring of Honor. They're watching all of these promotions. What are they doing that we cannot do? It's right there in front of your faces, boys. You, can, you can't do this? Why not? But that's, that's why... How Mike said it prior before, why are they delaying, um, you know, ma mentioning matches, upcoming matches, like how AEW is doing it the following week? Why can't they? Because they're watching the product. They're watching what's going to be next week, okay? Paul Levesque is watching what's next week. Yeah, I feel like that's true. He's, he's watching it. It's, if you're not writing anything down for the upcoming week, it's for a reason. Because you're watching other products of what they're doing. And I think it's about time they have the competition for the first time. They, they need to have competition to get to better their product because this is not going nowhere. It's not. It's, this is now becoming in fruition. Now territory is working together. You're going to give in one day or another. You're going to give in and you're going to join that fucking, that inner circle of AEWs, New Japans, and everybody else, which I cannot wait for. Hey, how That's, exciting is it to hear Jericho say bullshit like four times in two minutes? I know, I love it. I, love <laughs> I mark out for shit. For literally the word shit. It's bullshit. Phone. Shit. It's bullshit. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. I love it. I love I, it. It's just, I pop for that because it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Now, in regards to WWE upcoming feuds, the only one that I'm looking forward is I'm looking forward of Bailey and Bianca Miller. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because the fact is that these two women are very competitive in the ring. Um, uh, future. Uh, sure. Bianca is the future, and I believe that she deserves to have this feud, and for her to be put over, she deserves that. I think this one baby should put her over, and and I think she will. And there's going to be a great match, a great feud between these two women. Yeah, it'd be a very John Cena moment. I, I yes, I will enjoy that 100. percent And I'm hopefully that hopefully we'll see that on TLC. We'll we'll find out with that. Now or TNA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm fired. Uh, in regards for 
Riddle and Lashley, I'm actually interested because I want to see uh, you got two, well, one current and one former MMA fighter going at it with each other. And now we're they're gonna both see. technically, there's yeah, they're both former. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Lashley, you can sixty-five unless he cuts off a bicep. Yeah, <laughs> that I would like, that feud I would like to see because I want to see we we'll see some grappling down. You know, we we don't know. I, I want to see what the you know. I'm I'm happy that Riddle's getting his push, but uh, do I see him winning the, the U.S. belt? No, I don't see it. Uh, they're protect- I, mean, I don't not see it. I mean, obviously, her business is a factor, but I can yes. see, I can see there being some kind of uh, not so much a fluke, but a failure by the her business. Maybe something backfires. You know, yeah, the ninety third surprise roll up of the year, something like that. <laughs> right? Yep. I Got- actually would have seen uh, Keith Lee take it away from Lashley. Oh god damn, that'd be a brutal match. That'd be so fun. I would like, yeah, I, I'm with you with that. I think, why not? Uh, Keith Lee taking the belt, that would be something amazing, you know? The only thing I'm sad about now, moving off of that, I'm sad about the fact that they just give up on Big E. Uh, right away, his push was just e- either that or their title, man. Jesus Christ. Back to the icy belt? No. I don't want him to go back to the icy belt. That should not be Big E. Big E should be competing, trying to get to the top of the mountain. He deserves that, you know, unless Papa Vinny and Bruce probably gave up on him. And I, I, if they did, they're fucking idiots because that's why your product is losing to these. Your ratings ain't shit because of that. I'm sorry, Rob. They don't take risks. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are big WWE fans where you're watching the show, we're, we're, we're telling the truth. We're, I'm not trying to be fucking Alvarez and fucking... He buries him the most. I, I, I stick to... I, I'm neutral. I'm neutral. We're all neutral, I'm hoping. We're not, not no more. Mike's already AEW. He's going to buy his AEW shirt pretty soon coming. <laughs> yeah. When, when, they're not, when they're not 30 bucks plus 30 in shipping, I'm definitely getting one. There you go. But we're all neutral here giving our opinions. We're not giving you facts of what we know, like how the motherfuckers are. We're not We're not giving you five or That's fun fucking stars. So, well, yeah, what is a fact? <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> but we're giving you five beers, four beers, three beers, two beers, one beer for you, Alvarez. But anyways, uh, back to that. Biggie, no. I do not want him to go back to that. So someone else should be going for the icy belt. Should not be. It should be. Maybe the I would I would include Buddy Murphy. Uh, why not have Buddy Murphy in there? I would have him. I have Ric Flair here, so my apologies, gentlemen. So I would have him or someone I actually, else. I actually have Shorty G. Chad Gable, yes, I would have him. Who's this Chad Gable? He's no longer. He's no longer Shorty G. He should he be. Chad oh, that's right. Yes, he went back to Chad Gable. So why not him? Have him go for it. He deserves it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see the outcome of that feud. Roman and Kevin, I love how Kevin Owens, he's my number one guy when it comes to, to fucking charisma. Yeah. See, that motherfucker can talk on the mic. That's why Stone Cold blessed him. Yeah, son, you can use the stunner, son. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, lock some bitch out. He blessed him for that because he, uh, he, he got a mouthpiece. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I know I just please, Vinny, please, which you are, because I know that you'd love to see good shit. You don't squash Kevin Owens in this match of TLC. Don't do it. And if you do, that's how you know that. Suck, bro. 
I don't see, don't see Owens winning, but I don't want it to be a squash. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want that either. Uh, that's pretty much the ones – Daniel Bryan's going to put over Jey Uso. So he's going to lose. Daniel Bryan's on his way out. He has nothing else to prove. He's on his way out. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure, but it doesn't yeah. – yeah. But he's helping – putting over talent. When, and I have a lot of respect for that, for Daniel Bryan. Now, Retribution, though, on the other hand – Thank you, Lord. Mike, you did us another ch- – I hope you did. I hope to just take out Mia Yim. She was unmasked on Raw. Take mm-hmm. her out of fucking retribution. Mark was the first one to speak up about it, so that was a good precedent. Um, she barely – I think she only had like one one or two episodes. In Appearance. Yeah. Um, I love Shane Thorne. Uh, I can't wait to hopefully see him used properly. Um, clean win over Ricochet. What the fuck? That was crazy. Did not uh, see that. Well, coming. I mean, the interference, you know, all of that would happen. I was still a three count. Yeah. But, <laughs> this is fine. But, uh, but, yeah. but, I mean, he can perform. So, hopefully, he's used properly. Um, they're letting him talk. I just hope Retribution is just a jumping off point. You know what I'm saying? Just I, getting people comfortable on the main roster. Usually, they do a shit gimmick like that to get you comfortable on the mic and in front of people and on camera. So I'm hoping it's just a transitional thing. Um, and I also noticed they started saying Mustafa Ali's name either differently or I've been saying it wrong this whole time. But Michael Cole... No, saying, they're saying Michael it. Cole, Michael Cole's been saying Mustafa. There you go, and, Mustafa. And, uh, and then Todd Phillips is saying Mustafa. I'm like, which one is it? Does it change? Is it, is it like the heel version? He came out on Raw Talk. He said, no, my name is Mustafa. Okay, Mustafa so Ali. whichever way he says it is the correct way, because obviously it's him. Right. Okay. I, I, I give two shits. I give two shits. I don't know. Like let's, let's, let's just pray for the best. No, I, 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 I love Ali, I but... We all have the same. We all feel the same but, way about that team. Yeah, yeah, but it's... Oh, my God. I, I'm just glad that American it's just, Hero... It's just Nexus with masks and shitty nicknames. <laughs> I would have Nexus back instead of fucking Retribution. Yeah, man. Fucking Husky Harris, bro. But Mia Yim, go on your own. If you watch this, go your own way. (laughs) Go your own way. And the harmonies, though. There you go. Well, I'm not not the singer in this group. No, that's Mr. MGC. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and talk about NXT, what happened, obviously. We don't want to discuss about them because we're going to want to discuss about the upcoming war games. War games. War games. War games. We'll be right back. We'll discuss about that. Make sure you watch a commercial. Make sure you shop for all these SoCal, you know, residents around HP, around anywhere. Go ahead and shop at the Wrestling Die store. Make sure you go there. They're still do. They're still, even though with this whole, you know, restrictions, this new, you know, social distancing, you know, rules but uh that doesn't mean that they're closed they're still open make sure you actually go there and shop and when you mention circle debate you mentioned our names you mentioned you know the ck1 chris kennedy you mentioned uh i think he's slapjack no slap nuts or uh, it's, it's flapjack or flapjack or or steak jack or make you know, cooking steaks in this uh in McJack. The it's, uh, it's magnum dog <laughs> Big Jack, and we mentioned Matthew Steamboat, 
then you can get 10% off as well. If you mentioned the great American hero, Mike Lopez, you get 10% off. Or you mentioned me, the devious one I've been seeing. No, you can't. Or, you know, I do count sometimes. I really don't. But, um, yeah, you know, or the reputation killer, Josh Bernard Horton. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you guys shop at the Wrestling Guys store. And so we'll be right back after these messages from Circle Debate Tools. Real quick, before we go, uh, I do have to depart from this particular part of the podcast, but I did want to make an announcement real quick that on December 11th, I will be filming a particular episode, non-wrestling related, where I will be conducting an interview from the chair of a tattoo shop as I'm getting tattooed, interviewing well, the very talented Max Marlowe down at From Your from the Heart Tattoo Shop in Wildemar. Um I don't know what's going to be going to air, uh, but it's going to be very interesting. That it's basically we're going to hit record as soon as the needle hits my skin, and we're going to see how long I can. You know, basically it's going to be like hot ones, except I'm going to be getting tattooed and yeah. asking the questions, and I'm well, super excited. That's going to be a hot one. Please <laughs> tell us that you're going to be getting the Circle of Debate logo tattooed on you. Oh, I already, I already have that. That's that's on my tramp stamp already. I got that. So, Must see. Yeah. Must see. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I am excited and terrified. I think I'll be fine. I don't think I'll tap out. Hopefully, if you, know, you do here, tap here. out, if you do tap out, we are gonna, you know, we got we got to have to clown you. I'm fired. No, we're just gonna tell you you tapped <laughs> out. You tapped out. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically what I got going on next week. Um, so I wish you the best. Uh, as far as NXT goes, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Shotzi Blackheart. She's the shit right now. I think she's the NXT's answer to Darby Allen. Um, but yeah, you guys have fun talking about it, and I will see you guys. Uh, we're filming tomorrow, right? Top five botches. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on before he leaves this Sunday, we are doing uh, top five picks of the week for thirty-one, which is our top five botches. You know, so we're doing our best botches that we love for this. The it's going to be shocking. Yes, <laughs> that's right. We want to go ahead and thank our. Our brother from another brother, CK1 himself, Chris Kennedy, as he has to go ahead and depart himself, but he'll be back next week for episode 32 and also for the top. So we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, and after this break. Hey, gang. This is Lisa Marie Barron, also known as Victoria from WWE, also known as Tara from TNA Impact Wrestling. If you're not shopping at the Wrestling Guy store, something is seriously wrong with you. Don't make me go over there and widow speak your butt. So the Wrestling Guy store is where it's at. Celebrities, collectibles. Of course, he has me here, so he definitely has good taste. The Wrestling Guy store, baby. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Circle Debate Podcast. Don't forget to go ahead and shop at the Wrestling Guy store. Make sure the description will be down below with the address, the telephone number, the social media platforms. Make sure you mention Circle Debate. You'll get 10% off of your pro wrestling merchandise. Make sure you go to the Wrestling Guy store. Tell David, tell the owner, oh, it's not Circle Debate. But what about 10%? Where's my 10, 10, 10, 10? If he says no, tell him, what's up with that? I need my 10% off. <laughs> so I need that. Then most definitely. So, let's go ahead and move on now with NXT. This is the go-home with NXT now. Uh, the only thing, the main event was obviously Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez. 
And then we see uh, now the, the revelation, uh, revelation of the fourth member of Team Shotzi, that Io Shirai, which was obvious, obviously. Uh, and Team Shotzi taking it away, taking it, it, you know, taking the win. So, Mr. Steamboat, that's your girl right there, Filipino native. Uh, what are your thoughts about that match? You know, she's an up-and-coming baby face. You know, making that they're they're elevating her. Her getting that victory is like a big push forward for her as a character. So it's it's cool. Like we're, she's in that leadership role. Like sooner or later, she's got to get that belt. That's the next thing. Like if she could climb a ladder and get that suitcase, she could climb a ladder and get that belt. So, Shotzi, much much uh, much luck to you soon. And I'm and I see the girl, the good girl team winning the. Winning the War Games match too, Mr. Hero. The floor is yours. I find it interesting that this is being called Shotzi's team, but Hio Shirai is the champion. I don't know. I find that interesting, uh, but it kind of goes to show that the momentum uh, that Shotzi has right now is is moving up and up and up and up. You know, um, yeah. I definitely think that the women's division in NXT is probably the strongest in the entire wrestling industry, right? Stronger than Impact, stronger than our, you know, ROH, stronger than the main main roster itself, uh, you know? So they have a lot of talent that they can work with. And this uh, this upcoming match, I'm very much looking forward to. It'll showcase even more the women's division and and how solid and and how well put together it, it is uh so i'll be watching and i'm looking forward to it that is right so let's go ahead and let's move on with that now with the nxt takeover war games war games, war games. say it matt war games. <laughs> british accent yes yeah, so you're Sean Connery, huh? Why was it about for the party? Yeah, Warren. Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we got a bond here. We got a bond here. James, you know, if you're watching this, uh, you got a competition now, even though you're the real British, you know, you're the real British guy, but Matt over here. Daniel Craig, it's like, it's like my name is Pussy Galore. <laughs> <laughs> Octopusher, Octopusher. <laughs> I remember that, Sean Connery. <laughs> Now we got this is the the card for NXT Takeover War Games, the main event Undisputed Era versus the Kings of NXT, uh, which is Pat McAfee, Matt the Pack, <laughs> Pat McAfee, uh, you know Danny Burch, Lonnie Orkin, and Pete Dunne versus Undisputed Era. The co-main event we do have Team Shotzi, which we just saw, which you mentioned earlier, Shotzi Blackheart. You know, uh, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, and Ember Moon versus Can Team LeRae, Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae, Rob, Candice LeRae, uh, Tony Storm, uh, Dakota Kai, and the last one, I can't, I can't believe I forgot, I just had a brain fart. Uh, the last one is Raquel Gonzalez. So that's, so that's another one right there. Uh, the triple threat match for the North American Championship, Leon Ruff, Damian Priest, and Johnny Gargano. We have the strap match, Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. And also we have Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. That's going to be another interesting. So, gentlemen, so I'll go with you, Mr. Hero. 
what are you looking forward to this NXT TakeOver War Games? And which one will steal the show? Definitely the women's match, like I mentioned earlier, is the one that I'm looking forward to the most. And I feel like it'll, it'll definitely steal the show. However, I really want this whole McAfee thing to end. So mm-hmm. I want Undisputed Era to just dominate uh, McAfee's team, you know? Um, I, you know, it's been said that the Undisputed Era doesn't have much left to do in NXT, but I think uh, getting this win will definitely put them uh, on the right track, you know? Um, we need, we still need to see them as faces, you know, have a, a good face run, and I think that could, that could be what, what happens here, you know? Um, overall, the show, uh, I will be watching the the Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa match I'm also going to be watching you know I'm looking forward to that one too uh so um, it, interesting matchups and uh I you know for it to be the still the considered the developmental brand they're putting on solid takeovers every time so should be a good show absolutely absolutely Mr. Sean Connery Mr. Uh, Sean Steamboat <laughs> say it say it Wall games. Wall games. Blood coming out. Um, for the pet, for the Pat Max slap Jack Pat Rack smoking crack. So <laughs> I don't think they're gonna get this. It's uh, this will be like the last draw for for undisputed era. Is what I, what's looking like. It looks like undisputed era will get because you know in this situation they're the baby faces. So. They're going to get this win. They're going to get this win. This is going to be kind of like their last hurrah. Who knows? This, this, this takeover could be, could be like the high note they go out on is what it, what it could be looking like since, since like, you know, they don't got the belt. None of them have belts right now. And, you know, the, the, it kind of seems like the right time, you know, as, as Mike said, you know, it's, 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 there's nothing really too much for them to do in NXT. Yeah, I mean, this could be, yeah, maybe the last uh, time we'll see them and they'll be debuting in the main roster. Uh, we just have to wait to see how the outcome goes of it and see where it goes moving forward. Uh, yes, this card, it will be incredible. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, all these matches, especially, you know, the opening match, you know, Champa Thatcher. That's going to be an interesting that I will, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that because, man, yeah, those are two heavy hard hitters and especially a grappler and, uh, uh, not saying chop a stiff, but man, a hard hitting person. I'm looking forward to seeing how they're gonna, you know, bring that to the table. And hopefully, now with the Cameron and Dexter Lumens, this feud is over now. Finally, hopefully, it's over. This will end the feud and now move on, move on to the North American Championship. Either one of you guys or both of you guys, because we need to see new, fresh, new, fresh shit to go for the North American Championship. Uh, Leon Ruff might retain, my opinion. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see on that. But that's, I'm hoping that they'll steal the show as well. Uh, yes, the women's war, war games. War games? War games. Uh, man, I think these women are going to pull, they're going to knock it out of the park and may steal this shit. And like how Mike said earlier, yes, these women is the strongest division in the professional wrestling industry. Uh, compared to anybody from Impact to AEW to even Shimmer, we can go down the line to Ring of Honor, Reno, all of the, you know, the women roster, 
no disrespect to none of them, not at all. It's not a, but these are very extremely talented women that are taking over. That's what they're main eventing a lot lately on NXT Weekly. If you guys noticed that, and I hands to them, they deserve it. They deserve the recognition and they they, they what they've done in the ring and they're not. For me, a uh, performance center and has some talent. None of that. They're their own brand. Then, so NXT is their own brand. And kudos to Paul Levesque for you know creating this in the first place. To having that vision, continue with that vision, and hopefully you take over WWE, buddy. Once you get um, not being inhuman, Papa Vinny, but you know, if he goes bye bye, you take over and push away you know everybody else out of the way. Have your creative mind. So hopefully, hopefully. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it now for episode 31. We thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to go ahead and actually subscribe. At the end of this video, you will see the subscription. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit those likes as well. Uh, even if you give us a thumbs down, I don't. I still love you, no matter. It's okay. What. It's okay. We're not mad. You're watching our show. So. Don't forget to subscribe and also as well below you will have I'll well, we have our you know social media platforms everything from our Instagram our, at Circle Debate Twitter at Circle Debate Facebook at Circle Debate and also we're working on our website as well which will 2021 is going to go spectacularly very very well and also an announcement which I forgot to go ahead and say uh, 2021 will be different for Circle Debate as well. Uh, we will be debuting and Spotify. So make sure that you, you know, you check out Spotify. Uh, we will be do debuting on Spotify pretty soon on 2021. And also other upcoming announcements, the other announcement, which we are in the process of it, but we will let you guys know, but I'm gonna say it right now. We are in current process mode to go live on Twitch cast to make sure that you guys tune in on our social media platforms. We will we'll go ahead and give more details of once it's already been prevailed. Prevalation! It will happen. So make sure you guys tune on that. And also don't forget to follow our other brothers from Another Mothers, the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, which is uh, Dirty Heels, that 90s wrestling podcast, Rewind, Recap, Relive, Show for In the Ring podcast. Make sure everything's down in the description below. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. And we'll be back next week. Uh, next Friday, episode 32, we will go ahead and discuss, you know, what happened, the results in the NXT TakeOver War Games. What happened on Tuesday's Impact. Also, what happened on AEW's Dynamite. Also, we'll discuss who made it to the finals for the best of the super, you know, best of the super juniors and the, the finals of the World Tag League. And also, We'll go ahead and recap of that following, which is the Super J Cup, which will happen that weekend as well on December 12th. Make sure keep an eye on that on New Japan as well. A lot of profession, a lot of events are coming up this you know this upcoming week. You got three for Triple Mania, people out. You have New Japan doing their finals and their Super J Cup. You know then you have also our ring you know Ring of Honor final battle. A lot of wrestling contest that is coming coming to you guys so make sure you guys tune in with that and we're here to cover every single one of it as much as possible so ladies and gentlemen this is the host of devious one ibc here alongside one of my brothers from another mother such a carbonation called brown and that is 
the new member of Retribution. He is uh, Mick Jack. Mick Jack. <laughs> Mick Jack. Mick Jack. And also we. <laughs> and also we have the hero of all heroes. That is a man that flexes, gives you the yes, and this, and then this. Make sure don't piss him off because then he's going to give you this, and then That's he's going to give you bam with his 12 inch pythons. That's the great American hero, Mike Lopez. Tell you guys, salud, and we will see you on Sunday for the top five best botches and next Friday for episode 32. Stay tuned.